Hey friends, Dave Hagan here. What is financial wellness anyway? That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here's your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Financial Wellness Podcast. This is Dave Hagan, and we're coming to you from beautiful downtown Van Nuys in the San Fernando Valley, just outside of Los Angeles, California. The whole town's a buzz today because we're getting ready for the Oscars. <laughs> the whole the whole town is just nuts. Uh, you know, I, I talked to someone yesterday that was going to the show, and she was starting to get her makeup ready and all that for the show. There is some definite financial unwellness happening this week. I think so. It's a crazy, crazy thing. By the way, everybody uh, with me this week, Mr. Brian Reed. Brian, welcome. David, good to be here as always. You know... I was thinking about this whole concept of uh, financial wellness because I was looking at an article in, in Forbes magazine called Challenging the Myths About Financial Wellness. And yeah, listeners, you're right. You can now tell people that you get information from Forbes magazine. An easy way to get it, listening to just the two of us yak about it, but you are getting information from Technically. Forbes magazine. We've talked about, what else have we talked about? Wall Street Journal. We talk about, you know, all sorts of places. But this week, the thing that started this whole uh, thought process was Forbes and this article called uh, Challenging the Myths About Financial Wellness. And it, it caused me to start thinking, you know, well, hey, what what is financial wellness anyway. I mean, we call the show the Financial Wellness Podcast, but what really is financial wellness, you know? Yeah, it does kind of sound like a a buzzword or a catchphrase that you would see in a lot of articles, but I mean, what really is it, Dave? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, well, I do know because I, you know, I think I came up with it or at least I, when I came up with it, I thought that it was my original thought process. You know, I, I came up with the thought of financial wellness um, years and years and years ago before it was being even used in the, in, um, you know, in the, in the media to, because to me it seemed like, well, you know, you could talk about personal finance or you could talk about um, financial education or you could talk about positive thinking or motivational thinking or goal setting or, or you know, any of that kind of stuff. Or, or I could have called it the, hey, avoid the bankruptcy <laughs> show, you know, that doesn't sound too positive. <laughs> so I was trying to get people to think about, you know, some kind of a target, some kind of a, I don't know, state of being. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but some kind of a, you know, a, a positive term. And it occurred to me that, uh, you know, a lot of the um, medical uh, insurance companies were talking about, you know, wellness and and getting, uh, you know, yourself to a, a place of equilibrium or, or a positive place to be. And so I, I, I thought financial wellness would be a, you know, a good term. Now, that turns out there an awful lot more, apparently. I mean, look, it's, it's showing up in Forbes magazine. I'd like to think that they copied me, but uh, probably I doubt it. We were probably coming up with that term simultaneously over the years. You know, if, it feels long-term, financial wellness. It's not like it's a state 
um, or something that you just achieve. It's something that is ongoing. It's like your your health. Yeah. Your health is going to have some ebbs and flows and it's yep. a long-term thing. Yep. 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 I think so. And you know, in fact, one of the things that I'm thinking about uh, doing on a future show is having someone come in and, and talk about their path through financial Armageddon. And it'd be kind of interesting to hear how, you know, what, what led to their issues and what, what got them through the day. But that's a different issue, different podcast, a different time. Um, but I, but I think you're right. And I think it's, it's kind of a state of being, it's kind of a, I mean, we're going to talk about this today Mm -hmm. basically, but, um, I think you're right. I think you're right. So uh, the first thing that this guy talked about in his, his article was, you know, is it just a feeling or a buzzword? And wow, we talked about meditation even a few weeks ago. Is, is, is that the answer? Is it just about feeling? Is it about meditating? Um, you know, I don't think so. I don't think it's a feeling. I don't think it's a buzzword. I think it's not about just feeling. Now, maybe that's part of it, but it seems to me it's more about doing. It's more about living. Um, I don't even know if it's about having arrived or achieved. Maybe it's more about the path. Um, but uh, I don't think it's just a, you know, a, 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 bud, a, buzzword, a bud word. <laughs> a Budweiser? What? Yeah, a hey. bud, bud word. Uh, yeah, I, I've got too many Super Bowl commercials on the mind still. Um, but um, I don't think it's just about carrying around a feeling of financial wellness. So I think that's good and it's, it's important. And, and certainly a sense of financial wellness is good because it means less stress less health problems, uh, less marital or personal problems. But I think it's more than just a feeling. It's more than just a state of mind. Otherwise, uh, meditation or just positive thinking would be all that it takes. You know, you sit down every morning and you, 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 you meditate or you focus or you look at a sign that says financial wellness for five minutes and you're, you're good to go. Yeah, it's, it's active. Yeah. It's definitely not something that you just passively accept or breathe in and breathe out and... It needs to be pursued. Yeah, and and I think if you're if you're really truly believing it, if you're really truly pursuing it, well, then you know the rest of the day starts to fall into place. You're gonna you're gonna act on it based upon that belief or based upon that feeling. But um, I mean, it also seems to me it's a it's a state of mind. You know, I mean, maybe part of financial wellness is you know you see that that car go down the street and you go, I want to have that. <laughs> I want that car to come to me Swear, now. Do not say the T word, David. Do not say the T word. <laughs> the T word, the Tesla word. Nah. Oh, my, oh my goodness! But I think that you look at it and go, Yeah, that's that's really sweet, and maybe I could even just write a check. But I choose not to. You know, I'm pretending that I could write a check, but uh, uh, you just choose not to because you'd say, well, I'm on this path of financial wellness. This is my path. And that's not of interest to me at this point in my life. You know, Um, is it a matter of financial knowledge? Maybe Um, I was thinking about that a little bit, but I don't think that's really part of it either. I think that's part of it, but not nearly all of it. Um, Certainly there's a good deal of knowledge about personal finance or financial wellness, I guess. It's been around there for years. You can get it in classes and articles and, and lectures and on the internet. I mean, I find some great stuff on the internet, but the personal savings rate in the United States is only 2.8%, according to the Federal Bureau of Economic Analysis. Um, only 39% of Americans have $1,000 in savings to cover an emergency, according to a recent bank rate website survey. 
Only 30% of Americans follow a personal spending plan. You know, notice I didn't say budget. We don't use the B word on the show. It's a personal <laughs> spending plan. Uh, that's pursuant to a recent Gallup study. Um, only 30% of Americans have a long-term financial plan. And, you know, recently, the you know, we had this government shutdown. And um, after a month, they were talking about, you know, droves of, of federal workers having to borrow money to cover rent. And I thought... Well, that's really sad. I mean, they, they don't even have 30 days in their pocket. Um, they're really living on the edge. That's got to be tough. And some of the politicians were saying, well, you can borrow money in low interest loans or you can borrow money from da 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 da, -da. But they were missing the point. The point is that people did not have 30 days in their pocket. That, that just scares me half to death. Is so, it about then just having enough money in, you know, in the bank to have... What, three months, six months, you know, as you talk, talk about? Yeah, I mean, we talk about six weeks uh, or two months or three months, mm. whatever. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't think that's that's the whole thing. I don't think it's part of it either. I mean, it's an element maybe, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but, wow, as a country, I think the, the knowledge is out there. I mean, the, the stuff that we talk about here isn't um, – isn't like rocket science. It's not stuff that, you know, that we're coming up with. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about things that people perhaps have been talking about for a lot of years. We're just talking about it in a different way, hopefully a more usable, interesting format. But wow, as a country, I think we're blowing it. <laughs> we're really blowing it. Now, the cool thing is, if you're listening to the podcast and you're taking at least little pieces of it to heart, you're not part of that group. You're better off than a lot of other folks, and that gives you knowledge, and I think that that gives you power and a place from which to you know, pursue your own dreams. Knowledge is part of the answer, I think, but it's, it's not enough. Again, it takes, it takes action, you know? Brian, you were talking about money in the bank. Is, is that enough? What do you think? It can't just be about the money in the bank. It's good. You need it. It's one part of the equation of financial wellness, but you know, it's not everything. No, I, I, it's, it's part of the equation, but not the whole answer. It, initially, when I was thinking about this, I thought, well, you've achieved financial wellness when you, when you got a pot of, pot of money. Remember uh, about six months ago, we were talking about, uh, you know, when are you financially independent? And the thought was, well, when you, you know, when you have about 24, 25 times your annual income needs in the bank. Well, I, I, that's part of it. And, and I think that maybe when you get to that point, maybe that's maybe that's one of the goals or one of the arriving points. But I don't think that's the, the whole thing, because if you got that much money in the bank and you have significant debt, I mean, that's crap, really. You, you, <laughs> you know, you, you look like you're doing well, you feel like you're doing well. But if you take a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle and put you know, assets and liabilities, liabilities it you know, becomes pretty clear it, automatically yeah. that you're, you know, zero. <laughs> you look at that bottom line and it's just a big dog do, you know, it's, it's really not your money. It's, it's, it's just part of what you're putting on a piece of paper. So I, I think that, uh, while having money or assets or, or what have you is part of it, I don't, I don't think that that's the whole picture. In fact, I, I found a, a recent study that showed that, uh, income earned over $75,000 per year did not improve a person's happiness significantly. 
I thought that was kind of interesting. I always thought that uh, rich people were happy and, and had their act together. And the more I go through life, I realize that uh, wealthy people don't necessarily have their act together, haven't figured it out. And I know plenty of really unhappy rich people. So I don't, I don't think that's uh, part of it. But having enough money to spend and, and to not be on a budget doesn't necessarily create financial wellness or, or happiness, it seems to me. Um, you know, another question that came up was, is financial wellness being able to force yourself to focus on a plan for the future? Well, I mean, that's, that's interesting, but that's really more a test or a, or a testament to someone's um, um, self, self-control, you know? It doesn't seem to me that that's one of the tests, per se, of financial wellness. It seems to me there needs to be a balance between living in the moment and, you know, planning for the, the future. What a bummer to sacrifice your whole life to set up a nice retirement and get hit by a car. <laughs> you know, I don't know. No. You know, I don't know. Did you see that movie uh, uh, Vice? Vice. We're talking about that uh, Dick Cheney and all that stuff. And, um, you know, one of the characters um, that you get to know in the movie and you're kind of liking him and da 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 um, If you haven't seen it yet, spoiler alert, uh, hit, the, hit the mute button. But, uh, you know, you're, you're just warming up to this character and all of a sudden, bam, <laughs> he gets hit by a car and you go, well, that's, that's one way to write a character out of a plot. And it's like, you know, I mean, what a shame. What a shame. I, I know a couple that... Um, they both had just retired. I mean, and, and um, uh, the spouse had just retired within within weeks, and and the, the husband unexpectedly got sick and died. And it's like, wow, what a shame! You know, they did all the right things, um, jobs with a significance, and 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 money saved up, and now they were ready to enjoy that that period of time when they retire, where they can still physically get around and do things. And and one of them passed away. I mean, wow, talk about the the ultimate uh, a bummer. So I don't think that's the whole picture. I mean, you know, if you sacrifice all your life and then you and then you die rich, I mean, you know, that's kind of a bummer. But you can't take it with you. Yeah, but your heirs will appreciate it. This know? is true. You know, if you leave if you leave behind a spouse, a spouse is going to be very appreciative, I suppose. Uh, I don't know. So I don't know. I'm still struggling a little bit uh, with what is it? What's financial wellness? I don't think we've hit it on the head yet. Um, I mean, our plan for financial wellness here at the podcast is really pretty, pretty simple. And I like to keep it real simple because I think you go to so many places or hear people talk and they talk about all the things that you need to do and exact ratios and da 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 And I think, no, I think financial wellness is maybe different things to different people. But our message, super simple is no debt, live on less that you make and utilize your savings in a thoughtful, meaningful way that's true to you. I mean, doesn't that just kind of, I mean, it's so simple, it's ridiculous. But that sums it up to me. It doesn't need to be complex to work. In fact, you know, most of the things in life, the simpler, the better. Yeah, no, I agree. I, you know, I see someone on the the, the public channel and um, um, a very well-known person. I mean, they do a great job, but they've got you know, CDs, get my 12 CD set and my 15 workbooks and da, 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 and you're going to get to where you want to be. It's like, Oh, that's too much. That's too much. You got to, you got to do it in 30 minutes, you know? And, and you know why? 
Because when I was growing up, Gilligan's Island was 30 <laughs> minutes. And that's kind of the attention span that we're trying to. Now, if, if you got a maybe a, a. If you have a 30 minute attention span, you are seriously dating yourself by saying that, Dave. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's a drama. It's 160 characters. That's it. <laughs> oh, nowadays. that's. That's even worse. I know. It's horrible. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, no, I got to tell you, you know, if, if it's a docudrama, I can go to 60 minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I mean, it seems to me it's as, it's as simple as that. I mean, no debt. And, and, of course, that's a foundation of any financial wellness plan. Maybe maybe a mortgage on a real estate purchase, but that would be about it. A mortgage, a 15 year mortgage, preferably on a real estate purchase. Um, living on less than you earn. I mean, that's a really big secret. It's another one of the foundations of a, um, a good financial wellness plan. You know, I was talking to, um, a friend of mine, this is a guy that's done really, really well in his life. And I was talking to him about the financial wellness podcast, da, 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 da. And the first thing out of his mouth was, well, is it about savings? Is it about putting together some kind of long-term savings, living on a little less than you earn? And I thought about it and I said, well, I mean, that's the ultimate point, really, or one of the ultimate points at least. And it's interesting that he would just cut right to the very heart of that and ask me that question. And, and it, that's part of what it's about, you know? Um, and then applying your savings. Um, you know, for the, for us, this means establishing an emergency fund, um, you know, saving for retirement and using the balance of the money for some of your saved goals. I mean, rather than just blowing it, having it applied to some of the things that are meaningful for you, what you want to accomplish in your life, whether it's owning a home or planning for your kid's education or, um, you know, some of the other things that you that you may want to do, things that have meaning for you in your life. But it's it's not really that much more complicated than that. No debt, live on less than you earn, and apply your savings in a meaningful way according to some kind of plan that you've put together, hopefully that you know, bears some relationship to your, you know, what you want your ultimate tombstone statement to be. So um, it's a plan, and it'll get you to where a place of financial wellness, but it's not really financial wellness, it seems to me, in and of itself. So again, we're struggling with that, you know, with that comment or with that thought, well, then what, what is it? What is financial wellness? And I would argue, especially now that I've spent some time thinking about this, that it's, it's more of a state of mind. It's a, it's a sense of being and uh, a path and perhaps a destination. Um, all of those things kind of um, uh, put together. I mean, it starts with some, some education, some information, some knowledge that hopefully leads into some motivation, that hopefully grows into some action, and that puts you on the, the path to financial success. Your path to financial success, your state of mind, your sense of being of, of financial wellness. It's this succession of ideas that truly creates financial wellness in my mind, you know, Brian, that's my definition. I think everybody's a little bit different. Uh, what do you think? I'm nowhere near as smart as you on these things, but the, at the end of the day, I, maybe it's a little bit like I was thinking about it when we were talking about, uh, this, this topic, um, beforehand, there's so many avenues and thoughts about dieting, yeah. I just follow this analogy for a second. Yeah, but yeah. in in reality, it's pretty simple. 
the number of calories you put in your body each day versus the number that you actually need and burn in that day. Mm -hmm. If the, the amount that you burn is greater than the amount that you put in, guess what? You lose weight. Yeah. It's slow. It takes time, but it's that simple. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of the same, I think, with financial wellness. It's just like you said. It's how much do you make? How much do you spend? At the end of the day, guess what? You're either going to be plus or minus. And I think you do need to have the rest, you know, the restraint. And you know, I feel bad for your, that couple that you were talking about that the husband passed away mm -hmm. and they had done everything right and they had been diligent, um, you know. And yet, at the very end, you know, he wasn't, you know, around for it. You know, all that discipline wasted? No. But I think you do need discipline. And it's a, it's a trait to cultivate because the long-term benefits, you know, especially if kids can start young and yeah. save, save, save and put away. And, you know, there should be, we talked about that in that one podcast, they need to have more interactive and more entertaining piggy banks so kids can visually yeah, see i remember that you remember yeah. that and like the mm -hmm. long-term effects mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. okay it's today and we put a quarter in and now let's press a button and see you know what i'm going to stop talking about this right now because there's got to be a toy or something <laughs> i can make out of this and that's for my financial future do, do i hear in the background patent pending so yes all of this is oh, wait a second i gotta keep talking and write get on that, the website yeah, write yeah. that down Submit and, okay that patent. that's that's patent pending people you can't use that <laughs> But I think that it's it it's not just about any of these things individually. It's about all of it together. It's not a it's not a feeling, although that's part of it. A buzzword certainly helps. It's it's not knowledge by itself unless you're internalizing or it's motivating you. It's not about accumulated money or income. It's and not necessarily about a plan per se. It seems to me it's more of a, a state of mind, a path, and you know, a destination. Um, when you, when it's you're a journey, the, it, a journey. it's a journey. Long journey and, and it's, it's like when you're going down the store and you, you say, Oh, there's a, there's a candy bar. Oh, that looks good. I think I'll put that in my mouth and you, you know, you, you buy it or, um, you know, your, your first, your first impulse is no, no, stop. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. Do not, do not, do not, do not. No, I don't know. I think if you're on a, on a plan to take care of your body, your mind goes, well, that would really be good, but you know what, maybe I choose not to do that. Not mm -hmm. that I that I deny myself, but I choose not to do that. And I, and that's part of the that's part of the journey. That's that's part of the part of the plan, it seems to me. So I don't know. State of mind, path, destination, something like that. All of it wrapped together in yeah, one. Yeah. And 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 a little different for for different people. You know, we we really try to facilitate this this thought of, of financial wellness here at the podcast. We tried to, we, we try to provide some information. We try to provide some perspective. We try to provide some motivation. Um, and we try to provide some entertainment too. You know, if we can get a couple of good laughs in on a podcast where we're talking about <laughs> money, that's uh, you know, that's a good podcast. Or at least it's funny me. to us. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. Everyone's listening going, what? That's the stupidest thing. Yeah. Ah, we're laughing our heads These off. These guys aren't that funny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But if we, if we can get someone to yuck a little bit and, and enjoy it, that's a, that's a good thing too. So we, we hope that this, you know, short podcast, 
podcast each week, uh, maybe on your way to work on Monday morning, maybe Monday night. It'll kind of help you top off the tank in terms of your thinking, just to keep your tank full each week and keep you motivated towards your path to financial wellness. This is Dave Hagen, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. As an additional bonus, each month, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications. Let's listen in now as Dave answers some emails. All right, Brian, I see an email there in your hand. Uh, Sock it to me. We've got it. Um, This is from Eric, and he writes, Dave, I'm 32 and single. I have saved up $10,000. Congratulations, Eric. But I also have $10,000 in debt. Should I just pay off the debt? Any advice? Thanks, Eric. Hmm. Well, Eric, first of all, you know, first and foremost, yeah, as Brian said, uh, you know, congratulations, you saved up 10,000 bucks, um, you know, you're, you're 32 or what have you. And you, that, that's really something to be, uh, to be proud of. It's really hard to save up money. I think, um, that's why inheritances should be so incredibly sweet, but, uh, it's hard to do. And, um, I think you should appreciate it and and love the fact that you've done that. But uh, I love no debt better. The the, the yeah. better the better mistress is no debt <laughs> rather than money in the bank. I guess if someone said to me, "Would you rather have money in the bank or no debt?" I'd say, "Well, you know, no debt, only because debt will eventually just you know suck the lifeblood out of your body." Um, so you, I think you got to get rid of the debt. You know, I think Eric, if your if your income is stable, if you feel pretty comfortable about that, hold back maybe six to eight weeks pay as a an emergency fund. You know, keep your emergency fund and then and then pay off the debt or pay off the debt as far as it'll go. And then you're you focus like a laser beam, as one uh, past American president used to say, like a laser beam, and get that debt paid off and. Uh, then you use that money to, you know, start building the, the savings back up. But congratulations to you. I, I think I'd, I would sacrifice, though, that, that really good saved up money to, to pay off the debt because no, no debt is, a, you know, a, a, a really special thing. Could you make the argument, you know, look, if you got 10000 in debt and you got 10000 in savings, I mean, I hate to have no, you know, cash Mm-hmm. Um, in savings, but worst case scenario, you still have that credit card or those credit cards. Mm-hmm. So you keep those open. There's no interest. You still have the emergency if you need it, and then you refill your savings. So use the savings to take care of the credit card debt or whatever the debt is, mm-hmm. and then keep the credit cards just in case. And in that period, then you rebuild up your savings back up to 10K, and then you cut the cards up. 
Yeah, yeah. Or or even if you keep a credit card, you know, I, mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't think they're, you know, in, inherently bad or evil. I mean, they're very tempting and you got to be careful with them. But uh um, I mean, you could, you could, the sim- black card, <laughs> stop, don't tease. <laughs> We're back to the black card or the gold card, the gold card. Oh my goodness. Um, be an elite. Oh, don't, let's not go down that road. <laughs> but I, I think that, uh, you know, pay pay off that debt. Um, I mean, you could, you could even argue, uh, you know, Hey, leave the money in the bank and then just schedule the debt to be paid down. And if, you know, if, if you got some disposable income and, I mean, you could, you could do that, you could argue that, but I think you'd be better off in the long term paying the debt sooner because that way you're not paying the, the, uh, you know, the interest rate um, mm-hmm. on the debt. Or some people would say, Hey, get a new card that's no interest for a year and put the debt on the new account for a year. And yeah, I, I mean, I guess you could do that because then you take the interest rate component out of that debt repayment. Mm -hmm. But it also means that if things go catastrophically bad and you can't pay the debt, I mean, let's say that it leads to bankruptcy, um, that credit card that gave you the 0% is going to turn around and, and sue for non-dischargeability in the bankruptcy saying, well, you defrauded me. You just took 10,000 and you know, you couldn't repay it. You reasonably should have known you couldn't repay. So, I mean, I think there's there's risks and rewards, and, and mm-hmm. there's no completely right answer. But if it were me, yeah, I'd retire the debt. That's what I would do. So anyway, hey, good question. Thanks for calling in. You know, I think that's all the time that we have today. Uh, thank you to Brian for coming in, being on the show. Interesting conversation. Always fun. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.